What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Thursday night. Which means I'm talking to the Sex Panther about some college football. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, we're off to a good start. Uh, not necessarily in college football, but Max and I both have Aaron Rodgers in our fantasy teams, and he's already throwing touchdowns. So, good start to the night, right? And looking good. Looking good. What is it? 7-3 after the first quarter. Uh, well, I don't expect the Niners to put up a lot with uh, all the injuries and COVID and everything else they got going on. Yeah, it could be. Definitely could be. Uh, what else is going on? Utah State, Nevada. Uh, Nevada is beating Utah State. We all knew that was going to happen, just by how much. Yeah, I think the yeah, over the margin's really the big question. Over looks pretty good, pretty good. All right, well, let's talk about more college football, man. I, you sent me your list. I got the whole thing right in front of me, and we'll just go game by game. So first up, we are looking at your favorite university, Michigan, playing Indiana. Uh, Michigan is minus three now. Um, you know, we're going to address them more as the whores or the team up north or the team from Ann Arbor. We don't say the M word. Uh, it's just probably get us into FCC regulations or something, all kinds of stuff. So I don't say the M word. I don't even touch the M word when I go shopping. I, I hate them. Okay. I just, I just hate them, uh, which is going to pain me because when I get done talking about this game, I'm going to end up taking them. Um, you know, they, they actually killed Minnesota in week one, and then they completely shit the bed against what they call their little brother, Michigan State, who by all means is not a very good team. Uh, Indiana, on the other hand, is a mirage. I mean, I mean there, there might be a college frauds. They're only averaging 279 yards per game, and yet they're 2-0. and uh, I don't think that's sustainable, especially against a, a team like um, Michigan. The defenses are equally mediocre, so there's nothing really to talk about there. But uh, you know, the, Q, the QB for Michigan, God, I almost want to say the word. Uh, Joe Milton has actually only thrown one touchdown in the first two games. So a, a lot to hate and a little to love about the Wolverines. I can't really get on board as far as them being a good team, but Indiana is just such a mirage that I think three points, the Wolverines can handle it. I'm going to bet the Wolverines minus those three. You are going to bet them. I'm going to bet them. I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised we're even touching this one out of the game, especially out of the gate. Oh man. Uh, I, I, I'm going to lean with you. I, I'm not so sure Indiana's mirage. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Michigan's not a good team. So what does what does a not good team do when they get to the mirage? Uh, I, I can't get past Indiana's 279 yards. Uh, Penn State had a bunch of turnovers. You know, we go back to that Penn State game. Yeah. Penn State doubled them. 
they took my fight. If you just look at the yardage and you told me Indiana won that game, I'm calling you a liar. Like it was Penn State at 500 yards of offense. Indiana's got offensive problems. Their defense is okay. They capitalize on turnovers. Um, I just can't see the Wolverines losing two weeks in a row to mm. mediocre teams. So that's why I'm taking them. You've been banging that drum all week, man. All week. Uh, yardage versus yardage. You got uh, it started with Lamar Jackson, so it didn't start from a positive place. Well, look, Lamar Jackson was four turnovers. We'll get into the turnovers, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, it's a lean for me. I'm not crazy about this one at all. Michigan, Indiana, 54 is your total. That one. Um, yeah, I, I think this is an underplay. I, these aren't 30 point teams. I can see this maybe 27, 24. The Big Ten is not the Big 12. They, they play some defense, so I can't bet it, but I'll lean the under. Yeah, I, I'm on the under here, too. Not a bet, just a lean for me. I'm just not crazy about this game overall. So <laughs> it's just I'm just leaning in this uh, in Indiana this weekend. All right, next up, we got Texas and West Virginia, or I should say West Virginia and Texas. Longhorns open up minus seven. They're minus six and a half now. Yeah, I circled this game because it really feels like, you know, we, I kind of, if you remember last week when we talked about uh, K-State at West Virginia, and I said, man, this line doesn't make any sense. It feels like a trap. Man, was that such a huge trap. K-State got walloped. That's the same situation here. Texas at home, their offense is a juggernaut. They put up like 40 points a game. And West Virginia, they're okay. But the fact that this is only a six-and-a-half-point game really gives me a lot of pause. I, I'm, I'm kind of concerned about that line. Um, West Virginia's defense is damn near elite. They only give up 256 yards per game. 20 points per game. Texas offense is moving the ball at 450 yards per game and 44 points per game. So something's going to have to give. That six and a half just feels like they're they're baiting you. Vegas wants you to take Texas. I I'm, I fell into the trap last week. I followed you in your K-State Kool-Aid. I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to lean the West Virginia Mountaineers. Oh, you are going to? You're going to lean them? Okay. You know... I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking this is, might be an overreaction to the K State game. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know how good K State is. I guess after West Virginia, but I think that they're not as good as Texas. I think Texas at home can handle West Virginia by six and a half. So I'm going to bet them. I'm going to bet the Longhorns here, and I feel just as dirty as you did betting Michigan. <laughs> I hate Texas. You're right. <laughs> God, they, they destroyed the Big 12. All right. The total in this one is 54, down from 55. Yeah, I had, I had it at 55 when I took my notes. Yep, um, yeah, I, I think this is an overplay. It's still Big 12 football. West Virginia's defense is pretty good, but I, I'm trusting Texas's offense to, to put Texas tight points on the board. But the Longhorns' defense is bad. Um, you know, they gave up damn near 60 points to Texas Tech. They've been in some shootouts. I, I only need West Virginia to really kind of get in the mid-20s here. I think they can do it. So I, I like the over here. Yeah, I think they, they will get to the mid-20s, and I think Texas will get to the you know, 40. So, yeah, it's an overplay for me as well. I'm going to bet it. Are you betting it or leaning it? 
I have a lot more confidence on this overplay yeah. than I do the actual game. So I'll, I'll bet the over with you. I'm gonna bet it. Yeah, I, I'm same boat. And if you're, I mean, you should know. I, I, I'm a huge fan of the totals, much more than the spreads. Uh, I love the totals, and I think that bears out with my record too. So, all right, next up, is this right? We've got Liberty and Virginia Tech. You know how, how much longer do we get to ignore Liberty? Well, I like, thought for this, one more this, week. Yeah, maybe for one more week. This is a team that is undefeated. They're nationally ranked, and they're not really getting because Liberty actually used to be a punching bag. This was a bye week for a lot of teams, and now they they beat Syracuse two weeks ago. And I get it, Syracuse is not very good, but you got to believe Syracuse gets much better recruits and athletes than Liberty, and Liberty beat them. Um, pretty convincingly. So here we are going at Virginia Tech, who's lost two of their last four games. And, you know, I, I get it. Liberty's schedule is is big in question, but Liberty's defense is pretty legit. They're only giving up 294 yards per game, 21 points per game uh, against a Virginia Tech team that's really pretty inconsistent. The Virginia Tech defense Gives up 460 yards per game and 30 and a half points per game. I think Liberty can expose that. The 14 and a half is just way too many points. I'm going to bet Liberty here. What conference are they in? What is I'm drawing a blank. What conference is Liberty in? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't. I think they're in like some kind of colonial something. They're within like Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State, that, that kind of conference. I was just curious. I was going to look at their... Uh, Strength of schedule, real quick, since you brought it up. Let's see. I just I found their school. Uh, independent. They're independent. No shit. Independent. Wow. Okay. 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 Well, good for them. I'll have to look. I I don't know how to find an independent team's strength of schedule on f- College Football Reference. Yeah, I don't really look at the strength of schedule. I just look at the teams that they played. Yeah. No. I know how you. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. I just was curious. Team stats. Uh, no. Uh, Outside of conference, yeah, I don't know how to see that. I fucking did. So you are betting Liberty plus the 14 and a half. I think they can cover that. Okay. I'm leaning Virginia Tech in this one. I think, you know, Virginia Tech is a much you know, closer to a, you know, <laughs> a real school. <laughs> I hate to say it. Uh, I get it. Yeah. I, I, you might be right, but this is a real test for Liberty. I mean, Virginia Tech, you're starting to... You know, play with schools people have heard of. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the total in this one is a whopping 67 and a half. I think that's way too high. Even if you take away the 14 and a half, it gets you down to about 53. You chop that in half. You, you know, Liberty's got to score 27. So we got to get Virginia Tech into the low to mid 40s i just think that's way too high i'm i like the under here. i'm gonna lean the under i'm gonna lean the under with you i'm not not crazy about it so just a lean for me because i can't i can't well it's, it's actually it's it's possible in my it, there on the extreme outlier we've got 69 points so <laughs> it 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 could happen but um yeah right i, I don't think it will. all right next up we've got florida and Georgia. Uh, let's see. This one is Florida. No, excuse me. Georgia is minus three and a half, right? Yeah, this is a playoff game. I mean, mm-hmm. the, 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 that's about the only way to put it. This is a playoff game. 
Um, winner will most likely advance to the SEC championship against Alabama. The loser is, you know, going to play in one of them New Year's Day bowl games or, you know, big six games, whatever they're calling them anymore. But, uh, yeah, this, this is a huge game for both teams. You know, Florida, their defense had been exposed the first half of the season. They had a bye week. Then they came back and played Missouri, which might be considered another bye week. Uh, but they, they held Missouri to 248 yards and 17 points. So a much better effort from the Gators on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Georgia has been pretty consistent on both sides of the ball, Santa Alabama game. Alabama just absolutely took them to the woodshed. They, they didn't have an answer for Alabama's offense. I got to be honest. I think this is a close game. I just trust Georgia a little more. But the three and a half, I like that hook. So I'm going to lean. I can only lean this game. I'm going to lean the Gators. I think mm. that hook is the difference. You think so, huh? I can't get to either side in this game. Uh, I have Florida winning potentially or Georgia winning <laughs> potentially. Yeah. It's, it, this is a real yeah, you're captain obvious, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it's, it's really tough. Um, I, I, I don't even have agreement about who's going to win the game, let alone cover it. So I'm going to lean the bulldogs here just because, you know, they could win by four. That's the highest, most likely possibility is that Georgia wins by four. So let's do it. I'll lean that way. Uh, the total in this one, I don't like this either. 52 and a half. Yeah, that's a really tough number. Um, you know, typically in the SEC, you, you can kind of depend on some defenses. Yeah, normally, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a 24 to 17, 24 to 20 type of game. But both of these offenses are really good. They can put up points, and I think they will put up points. Uh, that game that Florida had against Missouri, it's kind of an outlier, so we can't say that the Gators have fixed their defense, so I'm going to lean the over here. I think both teams will get over. Oh, you are leaning the over. Okay. For me, it's a lean on the under on this one. I think it. it I think the defenses will show up. This is a big, big game, but uh, it's still hanging out there that, you know, it's more likely or I should, how do I say this? It's plausible enough that it goes over to keep me from betting it. It could happen. So I'm not going to just going to lean the under here. All right. Got to get some. You sent me this list. I'm thinking, man, there's a lot of leans on this list. <laughs> there was, yeah. There's some really good games, but not a lot of them are really all that bettable, to be honest. Yeah. Honest to God. Yeah. Houston, Cincinnati next up. Cincinnati opened up minus 11. They're minus 13 and a half, maybe 14, depending on your book. Yeah, so we go from talking about the leans to something that I think is really bettable. Um, you know, Houston, they're breaking in a new quarterback. They've, you know, they're just kind of all over the place. They've been fairly inconsistent. But Cincinnati, I, I, I want Cincinnati to get a shot at one of the, the big boys because this team is playing some phenomenal football. They're averaging 40 points per game on offense. 12 points per game on defense. They're only giving up 306 yards per game. Uh, I think they're the real deal. I, I get it. They've only get to play teams like Memphis and Tulane and Central Florida, but they've been taking those teams to the woodshed. I think this is another one of those woodshed games. 13 and a half is not enough. I'm betting these Bearcats. Oh, okay. I actually agree with you. Step for step. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet them as well. Uh, I, 13 and a half seems 
very doable. So it's a bet for me. I also like the total. It's 54 and a half down from 56 and a half. Yeah, this is where I have trouble. Like Cincinnati's defense is really good. So I, I can see where Houston only manages maybe 10 to 14 points. That puts a lot of pressure on Cincinnati to score a lot of points to hit that over. So I, I think I'm going to have to lean the under here. You are going to lean the under. Okay. Got you in or lean. I like the over. I really do. I, yeah, I, 21. Can Houston get to 21? That's my question right there. I question myself. I had overwritten down. I yeah. literally had overwritten down and I changed it. I need Houston to get to 20, 21 points. Yeah. And like I said, Cincinnati's averaging 12, giving up 12. So I think it's more likely that we have more of a 30 to 14 game than we have a 40 to 20 game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe so, but man, I, I, I keep running the numbers and it keeps spitting out over, over, over. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet the, I'm going to bet the over. You're going to bet it. Okay. Yeah, it's a bet. All right. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Next up, here we here we go. Oklahoma State. The Cowboys are going to Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, Oklahoma State opened up minus nine and a half on the road. They're minus twelve and a half now. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is an overreaction to that K State game last week too, um, and. Maybe, maybe Oklahoma State. I don't know. Oklahoma State killed the Big 12's champ chances at a playoff berth. They were already yep. behind the eight ball just because of they're the Big 12. But then when you take a loss like that, um, it really hurts their chances. Oklahoma, this is actually a really even game when you look at the stats. Oklahoma State scores almost 30 points a game. K-State scores 31 Oklahoma State's defense has been phenomenal this year, which is not usually what you see from a Mike Gundy team. Not at they're all. Only giving up, yeah, they're only giving up 17 points per game and 300 yards per game. But here's the outlier. Kansas State's defense is bad. I mean, they're giving up 437 yards a game and 26 points per game. Um, that's I, – I don't think K-State can win this game, but I do think they can cover. I'm going to – I think I'm going to lean it. I'm only going to oh. lean K-State. Well, I appreciate oh, Come on. 
I lost to West Virginia by like twenty points. Uh, that's I not. can't. I can't trust them. Outlier. Well, we'll talk about a team you can't trust coming up later. Uh, I'm going to bet Kansas State, and I'm feeling really good about it now because I'm undefeated. When you refuse to bet on the what tied for Big Twelve champ right now, so yeah, that's because I lose when I bet them. <laughs> so I'll take it. Yeah, give it to me. I'll take it. K State plus. 12 and a half, that's a bet. Now, the total in this one opened at 49. It's 46 now. That's stupid low. Like, these, these teams can score, and it's the Big 12. I get it. Oklahoma State's defense has been really good, but 46 is just stupid low. I'm betting the over. Yeah, I'm betting the over as well. I like the over an awful lot. I think this is a, yeah, I think this is a slam dunk. All right, uh, Texas A&M and South Carolina coming up next. Texas A&M opened up minus 7.5. They're minus 10 now. So, you know, A&M, I think the big question is, are they as good as they, their ranking is? They got the one loss. It was a butt whooping by Alabama. But they really haven't done anything against anybody else that is, is really notable. South Carolina's two loss, or well, two of their three losses are to LSU and Florida, and both of those losses, they got beat by 14 or more points. So they, they got beat pretty soundly. So I guess the question becomes, is A&M a legit top 10 team? And if they are, they should be able to beat South Carolina by 10 or more points. I don't know if they are or not. I really don't know. So for me, I, I trust Jimbo. More than I trust the Gamecocks, but it's only in such a fashion that it's a lean. So I'm going to lean A&M minus the 10. Going to lean them. Okay. Got you in. I'm going to bet South Carolina plus the 10. Everything you said is right. I, I just, I, I, I don't think they're that good. I don't think Texas A&M is that good to, to beat South Carolina by 10. They're going to win. Make no mistake about it, but they're going to win by six, six or seven. South Carolina covers that. All right, 58 and a half is your total. It's up from 56. Yeah, so when you look at this game, uh, A&M averages 31 on offense, South Carolina 29. It gives you a collaborative of 60. On the defensive side, A&M gives up 29, South Carolina 30. So that puts you at 59. The, the, the point total is like right on par. Um, I think just because of the way these two teams play, I'm probably inclined to just lean it ever so slightly on the over, but I don't, I don't think I can bet this one. Over, okay, gotcha. And let's see here, man. I I've got this ever so slightly going under, but it agrees every single time. Go under, so I'm gonna bet the under here. I'm gonna pull the trigger. This is gonna be a weird one, but I, I like it. Fifty-eight and a half. Like I said, it's trending. It's trending up. So I don't know what everybody else is seeing, but I think we're on the right side of this. Well, you are, since I'm leaning the over. <laughs> well, I mean, we as in everybody who's following oh. me, who knows which side to bet. All uh -huh. right. A couple games to look at in my list. Kansas, Oklahoma. Jayhawks are plus 38 on the road. Yeah, and that's the reason you looked at this game is one, the 38 and probably the total um, I looked at this game. I elected not to put it on my list. I like Oklahoma, but that 38 
is such a big number. Kansas screwed us last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they couldn't get the backdoor cover. They gave up that uh, those late points. Um, 38 is a, such a huge number. But look, if anybody is capable of losing by 38, it's the Jayhawks. So I, I'll lean the Boomer Sooners here that they can cover that 38. I'm going to lean Oklahoma. Or actually, I'm going to lean Kansas. Excuse me. I'm going to lean them plus a 38. Kansas, if it wasn't for last week, I probably would bet this one. But they, you know, allowing two touchdowns in like you know three minutes to lose the to not cover is ridiculous. Um, what I wanted to look at is the total. It is sixty three. Yeah, sixty. Look, Kansas is just so bad on the offensive side. It, this is not a typical Oklahoma team. They're really in rebuild mode. Their defense has given up a lot of points. Um, you know, 20, 20 to 30 against a normal team would be not out of the question. But, can't look, Kansas is not a normal team. So you need them to score more than 14 points, get the 20 points. I don't know if they can. I, I think this is an underplay. Oh, you are going to go the under. Okay. Yeah. But you're leaning it, right? You're not going to bet it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not betting this. I like the over an awful lot. I think Kansas can score, let's see, 21 is probably their ceiling. They could get there, but I'm I'm not so sure. Let's say 17, Kansas can score. 48, that gets me to 65. That's an over. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, so I, yeah, I do like the over there an awful lot. Another one that I wanted to look at is Texas Tech TCU. You have a feel for this one? It is a nine-point spread, TCU minus nine. I'm not crazy about the spread, I'll be honest. I'm not crazy about either one of these teams. I thought, you know, at the beginning of the season when Texas Tech took uh, the Longhorns to overtime and they put up like a 60 spot, I was like, man, this is going to be a fun team to watch. And they really haven't been ever since that game. Uh, TCU's been pretty inconsistent. That nine points honestly seems kind of heavy. I don't know if they're Vegas just making you uh, pay a premium to take the favorite, but uh I don't think I can take TCU minus the nine, and I really can't get to Texas Tech plus the nine, so I don't have a good feel on this one. Okay. I'm going to lean TCU. It actually just downshifted to eight and a half at my bookie and bet 365. So I'm going to lean TCU minus the eight and a half. I think they can cover that, but the 61 and a half total, that's what I wanted to look at. Got a feel for that? I mean, it's Big 12 football. A lot of them don't play defense. You know, an eight and a half. You need TCU to get into the high 30s. You need uh, Texas Tech to get close to 30. I think they could probably get there. I would lean the over. Okay, I'm going to bet the under in this one. I I, I don't think Tech like opposite on all of them. <laughs> I don't think Texas Tech can get to. Ugh, I don't think they can sniff 30. I think they're sniffing 24. And I don't think TCU is that prolific of an offense either. So I like the under here an awful lot. I've got one more game on my list that I wanted to touch on. I I, I opted not to touch the UMass plus 200. So (laughs) Uh, South Alabama, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina plummeted like a stone after last week's performance, but they are minus 18 versus South Bama. Uh, again, another one of those games I looked at. Um, look, Coastal Carolina just obliterated their opponent last week. They're still undefeated, and they're not going to move up. They're Coastal Carolina. They're not going to get a lot of love. But South Alabama 
is just one of those teams that it seems like consistently put up anywhere from 20 to 27 points. So 18 seems like quite a bit. I, I definitely like Coastal Carolina for the win, but South Alabama, I, I would lean them with those points. You're going to lean them. Okay. Got you in for a lean. I'm going to bet them. I'm going to bet South Alabama plus the 18. It's so many points. And uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina did come out and just absolutely put the beat down on Georgia State. Uh, yeah, 51 to nothing that game was. So I had the over in that one, too. I mean, Jesus Christ, Georgia State couldn't do anything in that game. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I'm going to bet the, I'm gonna bet the, uh, bet the uh, uh, South Alabama plus 18. I think it's a bit closer. The total in this one is 55 and a half. Uh, 55 and a half. So that takes it down to 37, chop it in half. Need South Alabama to get to, you know, 20 points. Uh, you, you know, normally I would say, yeah, they can do that. But that, that, that big win last week where Coastal Carolina gave up zero, this gives you a little bit of pause. Um, I think I'm going to lean the under here. I'm going to lean the under here, too. I, I really think it's going to go under, but there's just enough doubt in my mind that I'm not going to bet it. So it's just a lean for me on the under. All right, here we go. Game of the day, hopefully. Uh, Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson opened up minus four. They're minus five now. Yeah, um, and that game, it, you know, it had gone up. I saw it at like five and a half, so it's kind of been playing around a five, five and a half. I think there's going to be a lot of money and a lot of movement on this game. But here's the, here's the thing. This game was circled at the beginning of the year, Notre Dame versus Clemson. And the worst possible scenario happened for Notre Dame, and that's no Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was ruled out last week before Clemson even played Boston College. He's got the COVID thing. And it, it, Notre Dame is in a complete lose-lose situation. If they win this game, Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence. If they lose this game, they're going to come crashing down in the standings. The only way Notre Dame can get any love here is if they blow out Clemson. And when we're talking like 10 or more points would be a blowout against Clemson. And I don't see it. I watched Clemson last week. The name is DJ Ugalala. If you did not watch Clemson against Boston College, this kid is phenomenal. He went to Clemson. He's a true freshman. Uh, went to school in January. Two-sport athlete. He's got a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, and he showed it on the football field. This kid is phenomenal. I don't think they'll miss Trevor Lawrence one bit. They're probably begging him to go play for the Jets. I like him, but I hate him that he's playing this week. If I'm Notre Dame, I honestly would rather be playing Trevor Lawrence right now because at least you have some game film on him. This kid, he threw 40 times last week. For almost 350 yards, uh, he single-handedly brought Clemson back from a three-score deficit against Boston College. Um, Clemson's Clemson. They've got all this talent on both sides of the ball. I'm not, I'm the first Notre Dame homer to throw my team under the bus. Brian Kelly, in his 12 years at Notre Dame, has never beaten a top-five school. I think it continues again. Clemson's going to cover. I'm betting Clemson. You're going to bet him. Okay. I'm going to bet him. I can't get there. I can't get to the five. Uh, I've got Clemson winning, but not by enough. They win by three. So it's it's a bet for or a lean for me on Clemson. Just can't get to that five, man. Ugh. It's 
tough. All right, the total in this one is 50 and a half. At least it was. Let's double check that real quick. It is, yeah, 50 and a half. Kind of glued right there. It was open at 52. Uh, so 50, I'll get rid of the five, which is 45. Need about 22, 23 points from Notre Dame, 28 from Clemson. Look, you know, no, there's been a lot of talk about Notre Dame's defense. They've been playing phenomenal against mid-tier opponents, lower-tier opponents. Clemson, here's the thing. Clemson was in a dogfight against Boston College last week, except when you go back and look at the stats, Boston College didn't even get to 300 total yards. Clemson's defense was was pretty solid. Boston College, they had, there was a big turnover. They had some good field position, um, you know, big plays on special teams, but offensively didn't move the ball. Notre Dame has played some really – mediocre talent i think points are actually going to be hard to come by here i'm going to look i'm looking for this to be on the underside just a lean right it's a lean yeah it's just a lean and we are on upsets i like the over in this one i'm gonna bet the over uh i think some points are are going to be scored uh these are the two teams that have the worst strength of schedule in the acc right here because the ACC is a joke. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, yeah, Notre Dame. Some their defensive stats look good, but then when you apply that strength of schedule, they don't. They look like an NFC, you know, kind of defense here. So I'm gonna I'll say this: if, if yeah. it does go over, I think it's because Clemson blows them out. <laughs> like I, I think Cle- I think Notre Dame's ceiling in this game is probably about 24 points. I think Clemson gets to 30. If it, like I said, if it, if it goes over, if Clemson gets to 30, it might be a two-score game. Oof. Okay. All right. I think that's it. That is it, man. All right. We hit all the games that you went, we wanted to hit on Saturday. There'll be some more stuff on the app. I have a few. I, I've got some thoughts on every single game. So we'll post the cheat sheet over there so you can just peruse you know, like almost every single game. that I have, you know, have opinions on most everything. But Panther, yeah, yeah take it. Yeah, a lot of times we, you know, we kind of have to cut this short because of me driving and, and different things. So, uh, yeah, just, just get on the website, get on the app, check it out. Um, we don't have Max here, so I'm going to do my very best Max impersonation. But if you guys are betting these games, you got to bet them on my bookie. Use the uh, code ABSOLUTEDGEN and you can get a $1,000 match. And uh, so jump on my bookie, use ABSOLUTEDGEN. Um, it's our first sponsor. We're real excited to have them on board. And um, you guys know the deal. Get on the app. Get on the website. Let us know what you're doing, what you did last week, what you're going to do this week. UMass, plus 45. Uh, we're going to have some college football to talk about Friday as well on the main show. But whatever you do, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.